Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello and welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Joining me today is Nathaniel Zurbrig. Joining me today from Switzerland. Uh, It's uh, the end of the day for you, Nathaniel. It's the beginning of the day for me. But that's kind of how it works in our global community, isn't it? Welcome to, welcome to the show, Nathaniel. Uh, thanks so much for having me. So uh, it's absolutely a pleasure to be here and uh, inspire all of you. I am so glad that you're here. Inspire all of us. That's what you do, right? Yes, that's what I live for and what you, I get in my living for. <laughs> you have an inspiring message because technically you shouldn't even be here. You have had chronic illnesses. You have had times when the prediction was, oh, uh, he's not going to be around, so let's just plan his funeral Um, on multiple occasions. And I don't even know all of the details of that, Nathaniel, but here your life has played out in such a way that even though you're beating the odds to be where you are, here you are. Yeah, <laughs> maybe to your surprise and the surprise of other people. Can you share Absolutely. with us a little bit about that story? I would love to know more about what that's all about. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. So I was just two years old when I was got affected by a chronic illness um, that affected my kidneys, and I had to remove my kidneys. That meant like I had to go starting to. Um, have life-saving treatment because uh, no one can survive without kidneys. Right. But we had a treatment called dialysis. Uh, only two years later, I had a big, big um, a setback. And for two weeks, I was in a coma. Um, after those two weeks, the doctors called my parents into the hospital, into the ICU to actually terminate my life because there was no um, function anymore in my brain. And I was just living on life support machines. And uh, my parents come and um, all of a sudden, when the doctor turned off all the life support machines, after a couple minutes later, I started to talk again. Uh, Wait, they pulled the plug. And you came back. I came back, yeah. Um, so all this time I talked again and um, it, I didn't come back like boom, boom, <laughs> and everything was okay again. Right, but I right. slowly came back over the, life, over the next few weeks, um, recovered from it. There was absolutely no damage in my brain. Uh, and uh, wow. so... The, the only thing that actually happened a few months later was um, by a too high blood pressure, by too many side effects, I lost about 
uh, 70 to 80% of my healing. And I was just like wow. four years old at the time. Um, you were still pretty young at that point. You say four yes, years old? Uh, four years. I was four years old at that wow. time that everything happened. Um, I'm going a little bit between age five and age 11. I had about three kidney transplant. Um, the first one only worked for 24 hours, the second one for two and a half years, and the third one for 13 months. And wow. what it has done to me was basically seeing the other side of life. Um, I remember the second kidney transplant. Um, that was the first time when I went from um, being fed by my parents with artificial food to feeding myself, um, going from the hospital walls outside, meeting or uh, meeting friends, playing football, uh, um, living out hobbies, to mm -hmm. to um, yeah, there was a lot of change in my in my seventh year of life. Um, I just could do everything at that time where other kids could do the previous seven years. And wow. so I continued. Um, then with um, actually the first time I could say that my life got, got stable was with 15 years old after having had a burnout and um, a couple other things where my life becomes stable within all the life-saving treatments that I still have to do three times a week. So let me clarify that. So after this third kidney transplant in 2001, so my chronic illness come back, destroyed the kidney, I had to go back to the life-saving treatment, which wow. I do since then three times a week, uh, every week. And... Uh, after f age 15, I just started to realize um, uh, not necessarily within my mindset, but within my, my physical um, situation that I can be able to, to travel with my dialysis. I used to live in Australia for four and a half years. Um, and now, basically, since 2016, building my speaking and mentoring business. And um, besides having had 40 operations, 4,500 life-saving treatment, and shouldn't be here for six times by now, um, a life like never before, to inspire uh -huh. people, to help people um, develop a victorious mindset that nothing is possible, no matter their situation. Wow. There's a lot in that story, Nathaniel, I'm, I'm loving this theme that life just kept trying to take you out and you wouldn't go. And you kept coming back from this and learning all along principles that have put you in a position now. You said you have a, a speaking business, a mentoring business where you're assisting other people to see the possibilities in their own lives because yours looked so impossible, but here you are. <laughs> so surprise, right? Absolutely. 
It's not, I, I, I feel like it's not me that made it impos- like possible. Um, yeah. For me, it's, I'm just a part of it that um, said yes to, to struggles and keeping going. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I personally absolutely believe that there's someone higher above me to, to lead and guide my life that I have yeah. no control whatsoever. It's it's a common theme that I hear as I interview people, Nathaniel, that that maybe there's some higher power or higher purpose for our life. And everything that's happening is exactly as it should be. Mm. We just need to figure out what the purpose is <laughs> instead of trying to fight against it or or declare that it's not the way that it should be. Absolutely. Yeah. Nathaniel, you've learned a lot from your experiences, and you just shared one of those principles with us. I think there's something here also about accepting what what your life circumstances are as opposed to fighting against it, and then after accepting it, working within that context. What have you learned about that? Um, for me, it was absolutely the point of learning about in a deeper way about myself. Um, I think oftentimes a lot of people in this world, of course, including myself, where we um, just don't spend uh, a lot of time with ourselves. And mm-hmm. that we're actually the, the full how you say that the full yeah the, the full meaning comes by when when you look at yourself hey who who am i in this world and uh-huh. what am i here for and uh, if if i look into a lot of um people's life they just live life on like living life for somebody else uh-huh. or living life without having any clear idea what I'm actually supposed to be here and I often say that the more a person goes through a pain point or a valley the more you get to um, understand yourself who you are what you have in yourself what strengths what skills what um, purpose what values and what uh, passion you have and I think that's something that I learned most to really um, not living somebody's else life I often say that I will never cha- change my life for somebody else because I learned too many principles over the last 30 decades yeah. um, and I'm happy to 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 continue learning of course um, but it has given me so much um, understanding and purpose of life and of of personal um development of personal personal unlimited potential that we we everyone has in ourselves and everyone has unique strengths uh passion and values and just unique and um so but you have to spend time with yourself before you come to that point and if oftentimes yeah. it are painful moments um, but at the end of the day you have so much uh, in you 
or so many great things reflect within you that all the people want or need. And uh, yes. that's some, probably the most biggest point that I learned over the last three decades. You mentioned the pain points, the valleys. You've had a few. But these are all an important part of your overall development. And as you were saying, coming to an understanding of who you are. That's what these things teach you. It's mm. a self-awareness that I think is so valuable. Nathaniel, as we come back from this break, I'd love to identify some of the other principles that you've learned through your journey that could liberate all of us. Does that sound good to you? Perfect. Um, well, this, is, this is Nathaniel Zurbrug at Live On Purpose Radio. We will be right back. Are you ready to take your positivity to a whole new level? I've been enjoying these conversations with my guests at Live On Purpose Radio. My own story about becoming more positive is something that I've shared in my book, Pathological Positivity. And right now, I'm giving the book away. You just pay for the shipping. Go to drpauljenkins.com, spelled with a D-R, and click on the big orange button right there that will get you a free copy of my book. You pay the shipping, I'll pay for the book. Sound like a good deal? Power up your positivity and get ready to see phenomenal changes in your happiness, your relationships, your business, every aspect of life. Enjoy this free gift from me. DrPaulJenkins.com And we're back. Nathaniel Zurbrick at Live On Purpose Radio today. I'm not even sure if I'm getting your name right. I, I think it was close. Yeah, it's perfect, like, actually. You know what? You've had such an amazing adventure in life. You know, as, as I was listening, though, to the, to the first half of our conversation today, Nathaniel, I, I, I was thinking, wow, here's a guy who can get beat up and knocked down and dragged through the mud, and he just smiles, and he's good, and he's happy about it. <laughs> but that's not completely accurate, is it? Because sometimes when life beats us up, it really takes a toll. Now, Nathaniel, you've shared with me that there were times when you've gotten into some dark places. Mm -hmm. It's not that you've always been this positive, motivational speaker guy. <laughs> you've had some darkness. Can you share with us just at least a taste of what that was like for you? Absolutely. Um, so I was, I was uh, as I said before, I was in a second kidney transplant. And uh, after that, those two and a half years, I completely fell into a deep depression because I lost my kidney again. I had to let go of my dream life. Um, I had to let go of my best friend that I called it at that time. Um, so for two weeks, I was like uh, on the couch at home, not speaking anything, not eating anything and only moving if really needed and they're all about 
what I did was thinking about hey, how can I end that terrible life? Why does that all happen to me uh, on and on again? Mm. And so to imagine for you, there was basically a voice saying, hey, let's give up everything. But there was also a voice saying in my mind that said, no, just hold on for a couple more weeks or months. Um, and that was also saying like, hey, how do you want to do that all? And I had no clue how to, to end my life. At the same time, I was thinking about, no, I can't. Um, I just can't do it because of the sake of my family, of my parents, of my people around me. And my parents, after two weeks, um, realized that there's a part that they have to to play. And um, they didn't know at the time that I want to take my life, but they certainly knew that something was completely out of order. And... Um, so they called um, what I call pastoral care into a home where those people really strengthened me and physically, emotionally. And uh, I just felt like um, uh, a little bit of hope, uh, end of the tunnel that's coming. And uh, week by week, I began strength physically, uh, mentally as well, spiritually. And I really realized at that point well actually life can go on even though i might have not anymore what i have wished before right and even though i thought like a kidney would be everything for my life to live a happy life mm. but that wasn't the case because no. um i think so many times we are focused on the let's say the best health, the material things and all that, which is great. Um, but on the other side, I feel like there's so many invaluable things that we cannot gain by ourselves. And what it did in my life was I really regained like um, uh, incredible, incredible, unconditional love, a hope, a peace, a joy again to, to move on as well. Wow. shifting from a mindset to not look at what I don't have anymore, but rather look at that one day something good can get out of this terrible situation. And that's the time when I learned to really um, build up a fundamental belief to, to say, okay, I might not have that anymore, but there's still a certain piece of Thing, whatever that is, might be right. um, I can walk or I can talk or I can get out of the bed or um, I'm still breathing, whatever that could be or whatever that is, I still can do it. And um, I, I think often we are so naturally drawn to looking at the negative side of life to uh, if we lose something, it's hard, but it's like, we have to learn to take a responsibility about us, our own life to really shift our mindset to a victory mindset and not to a victim mindset. Where it's say like, hey, well, I lost, I lost it, but at least there's still something I can do today to make it tomorrow worth living. You are on to a very powerful psychological principle. 
And that's what I was hoping we would do in the second part of the show here is to get down to what are the principles that have allowed you to, to rise from the darkness. Nathaniel, you're describing a time when you wanted to end your own life. Mm-hmm. And, and I hope that any of you listeners out there who have been there can hear what Nathaniel is saying. First of all, you're not wrong for thinking that. It's, it's kind of a natural place that we go when we think that we've lost everything or that our life is no longer functional. And you had reasons to think that, Nathaniel. But then you realized, hold on, I can focus on what I can't do or I can choose on purpose to focus on what I can do what I still have, what I'm capable of. And that changes everything. The energy shifts. This is, it's what I call positivity. (laughs) But you've identified this through your own experiences, Nathaniel, that we've, we've still got some choice in the matter. We don't always get to choose what happens to us. Have you noticed? Absolutely. But from that place, we get to choose what we're going to focus on. And there's always something that you can do that you still have. Or maybe that you have now that you didn't have before. You said something about unconditional love. Hey, that's pretty valuable. Right? And you found it in this valley of your life. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. That is powerful. Nathaniel, I'm wondering, as we get to the last few minutes of our conversation today, what would you encourage our listeners to focus on or to think about if they're finding themselves in one of those valleys where they're, they're not sure that there's any hope? You're, you're the motivational guru here. To, Walk us through that victory mindset. Where do we start? Perfect. Um, so one of the practical things that I usually do, um, not necessarily when I in a deep, um, how we say, in a in a negative in one, or in a negative situation, uh-huh. um, it can be any time. Is to really um, write down or make a picture of it or audio recorded of anything that you want to be, do, or have in the future. Um, let me share you a quick story. I was doing that, um, coming home, uh, flying in a plane and back in 2018. And uh, I love to be up in the plane where you have like the unlimited sky where there are no, actually you see, no end um but for you it might be another spot to do that um i was writing down everything and and when i come to my health situation i wrote down that i want to do something crazy on my 30th birthday um i was about four months prior my 30th birthday that happened and i wrote down that i want to do run a 30 km race 
and all of a sudden um my my mind started to really get crazy and and again there was like voices ah oh, you never will be able to do that because look at what the medical staff told you early on and you have never been running that far and all that um but the other side i was like okay why it's just not right and i was writing it down and the moment um i was writing it down it was kind of um yes something as well shift in in my approach of doing it so i was daily um i was going through the mind uh, i was having the picture in front of me how i finished that finish line and um so automatically what happens then is when once you have it uh, in your head you will take action you have to decide to take action toward it and what that means like in my case it's like well i had to train harder I had to train more and i did about maybe one or two months i started to train and uh, then on the 19th 11 2018 <laughs> to be careful that i don't say it um so I just, yeah, I just went for it because I, 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 I was, there was so much momentum in there. And uh, I even asked other people to join, but they, uh, they declined when they uh, look at the weather forecast. And then I was like, okay, let's leave them alone. I'm going to do my thing. <laughs> and uh, so I ran those 30km ways um, all by myself, but I just, at something, wow. there was so much momentum. And um, yeah, uh, at the end of the day, I did it. After three hours and 45 minutes, um, I um, yeah was there and was fully um, amazed by that, that how powerful it is when we create and create a certain hope and create a certain... Yes expectation and momentum of something that we want to do be do or have in the future and uh, it's just it's not an easy thing to do it's easy to write down our dreams and all that but i want to encourage you to really um whatever you want to be do have in the future uh, print our picture uh nail it on the bedroom wall and look at it every day and what happens is that you will take action toward it it almost happens yeah. automatically if you keep it consistently of course if you don't do right. it every day or once a week then it will be lost it will be left on a dream and i really want to encourage you to inspire you to um dream bigger to um really look at yourself in yourself what what is in me that the world needs what can i do and for a moment just even if it's only for one minute or five minutes just remove every fear you might have or every failure you already thinking you would have and just focus on what could be possible and uh yeah i really want to inspire you with that uh, i'm i'm feeling inspired by that Nathaniel, what a great example of how not only can we overcome 
the adversities and the difficulties that we're having in life, but we're still in a position to go create something beautiful, something that wouldn't be possible without our intentional creation effort. I think that is a beautiful example. Thank you so much for joining me today at Love on Purpose Radio. Absolutely. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having me and love to hear from you. Folks, you've heard it today from Nathaniel Zurbrig. And now it's your turn to go live on purpose. Mm -hmm.